Oh, I've never been on a podcast before. Hello, Sharp Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Sharp, the podcast where we help you get a little better at the stuff you have to do so you can spend more time doing the stuff you want to do. So now, on with the episode. Hi. How are you? Are you alright? I hope so. I hope you and your family and your friends are are all doing okay, whatever your current situation. Thanks for listening to another lockdown production. I don't know why I'm referring to that, because A, I don't think it actually makes any difference to how we make these, apart from not being able to do the intro from the woods, and B, it will date this episode really quickly. Well, at least I hope it will, and that lockdown becomes a thing of the past really soon. Anyway, Whatever the situation when you're listening to this, there is only one reference to lockdown in the episode itself, because we want to talk about tasks and to-do lists, and specifically in this episode, how you can do those things better with a program called Todoist. Now, if you're a pen and paper kind of person, don't switch off. We're also covering some great ways of getting in control of what you've got to do, however you do it. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you've noticed... The podcast has got a new logo. The website's a bit different. I hope you like it. We thought we'd take a bit of time to freshen things up. So, we're going to talk about tasks and we're going to have a look at Todoist. Now, I am a convert and I'll explain why I think Todoist is worth looking at. And whether you decide to use Todoist or not, we're also going to look at good disciplines that you can apply however you manage your tasks to help you get them done. So, loads to cover. Let's go. What were you doing in March 1992? Blimey, I've just realised that some of our listeners might not even have popped into existence yet by 1992. We're glad you did eventually. In March 1992, I was halfway through my retail career with Dixon Stores Group, an electrical goods retailer selling early handheld mobile phones, hi-fis and Super Nintendos. Well, exactly 1,000 miles away from the Whitgift Centre in Croydon where I was is Sarajevo, the capital of Bosnia-Herzegovina. Now, in March 1992, Sarajevo saw the start of Bosnian independence, followed almost immediately by the Bosnian War, which continued for over three years. An estimated 25% of the entire Bosnia-Herzegovina population fled as refugees. Amongst them was a family with a small boy called Amir. Now, Amir was around five or six at the time, and having lost everything, he and his family travelled across Europe to escape the war. They had no passports, nowhere to go. They tried to get into places like Sweden, but they couldn't. And eventually, they ended up in Denmark. Then, as the only foreigner in his school, and possibly the entire village, Amir had to work hard to integrate into this new environment. He wasn't really great at his early school work, he didn't do his homework, and he wasn't interested in studying at all. But, 
he was smart. His family had to re-establish themselves and they built a business from scratch in Denmark. And I'm guessing this combination of hard work associating with a family and being smart helped Amir as he developed his love for computer science. In 2007, after working on a number of different projects, Amir started work on a project which develops and as Amir moves back to Bosnia and then to Chile, eventually this project becomes Todoist. Now today, Todoist has over 10 million subscribers and the company behind Todoist is an international company with 72 employees across the world. It calls itself a remote company because the 72 people are based in 29 different countries and they have a really nice set of values about the quality of their team's life, work-life balance, all that stuff. In fact, Amir describes himself as rootless and given the life he's experienced, maybe in the post-pandemic world, being able to operate without needing a fixed base of operations could be a distinct advantage for any business. So, if you decide to use Todoist, you know you're working with a product that has a decent story, an ethical way of operating, and one which looks like it's going to be around for some time. Given that, is it any good? Let's find out. So what is Todoist? Let's start with the basics. It's an app that helps you manage tasks, and I like their definition. They say, free up your mental space, regain clarity and calmness by getting all those tasks out of your head and onto your to-do list, no matter where you are or what device you use. That's a good aim, I like that, free up your mental space. But so what? A piece of paper can do that, Steve. Well, yeah, I agree with you, Steve. But you are already having a conversation with yourself. Why don't you stick to the introduction? Okay. Um, Todoist is available across all the platforms. It's on mobile, it's on browser, and uh, you can have it as an app, and you can even have it on wearables. So it can help you keep track of what you've got on wherever you are. I mean, at the moment, we're all at home. But one day, when we can venture out, blinking, into the sunshine and, sorry. So, what does it do? Well, I'm going to go into the detail when we look at the three levels you can use it at, but basically, it helps you keep a record of what tasks you have to do and helps you organise them so you don't need to keep those things in your head. And that means you don't forget things and you can concentrate on the important stuff. A bit like our strapline, get better at the stuff you have to do and spend more time doing the things you want to do. And Todoist can do just that for you. Now, I really like it. I converted to it about a month ago. I used to use Outlook and Microsoft To Do. But there's loads of things in Todoist that can make life easier for you. Whether you want a simple list of jobs or a full project manager process. Now, we're going to look at what's good about Todoist for three kinds of people. We've got Wanda. Hello there. And she just wants a simple list of jobs, maybe a shopping list or a list of jobs around the house. Then we've got Emma. Hello. Emma might want to use it in a more structured way, maybe with different kinds of activities. And finally, we've got Teresa. Hello. Who has multiple projects and works with a large team. Let's get started with simple, shall we? 
The great thing about Todoist is that you can start simple and for free. And if all you want is a clean way of capturing a few lists, then this is a great place to start because you can't argue with simple and free, can you? So who would want to use it at this basic level? We're going to call this level one and we'll meet Wanda. Hello, Wanda. Hello there. Wanda lives with her husband and two cats in a quiet little village somewhere in England. She has a quiet life. She works in a shop in the village. She's a secretary for the local bowls team. She doesn't like technology very much. She prefers to write things down. Although she does have an Alexa in her kitchen that she uses to listen to spoken word radio on quite a lot. By the way, I am going to say Alexa a few times. Um, you might be better off not being near your device if possible. I might change it. Now, thinking about someone like Wanda or anyone with simple, uncomplicated lives, what are the sorts of things that a person like this would write on a to-do list in order to keep up with life? What are the tasks or the activities that anyone would write onto a post-it note or a pad if they didn't have a system to hold them? Take a few seconds to think about what those activities are. I'll write my ideas down while you're thinking about yours. So what did you have? Let's compare notes. The activities that I think Wanda would write on scraps of paper are get my blue rinse done, start my job as security on the door at Spearmint Rhinos and become the first civilian pensioner in space. Okay, you might have a different list of stuff. But in a more mundane world where we really live, actually, we might keep a list of all sorts of things that we need to do. It could be a shopping list. It could be a list of jobs to do around the house. Now, remember, this is level one. Obviously, you can use a bit of paper, a notebook. You can keep your to-do list on a spreadsheet or in a note file on a device. And if that works for you, I'm not here to try to convince you to change. But there are some things that an app like Todoist can do that a bit of paper or a spreadsheet can't do. And it might be interesting for you to know. So let me tell you a bit about how Todoist works. You can sign up for Todoist free and in the free plan you start off with an inbox and that's where you capture things. So you can think of the inbox as the master list and then you can add categories or folders where you group similar tasks together. We'll add a folder for Wanda and we're going to call it shopping list. So each time you need something, you open up the shopping list folder, you add Finder's Crispy Pancakes as a task, and there it is. There you go, Wanda, you've got a shopping list consisting of one thing. Okay, so it's, at this stage, it's not much of an improvement on a piece of paper, but from here on in, this is where Todoist does start to make life simpler. Firstly, you can add things into your shopping list folder via Alexa. So you pair up your Alexa device, and when you've eaten your last Finder's Crispy Pancake, you can say, Alexa, add Finder's Crispy Pancakes to my shopping list. I've added Finder's Crispy Pancakes to your shopping list. 
I've learned over the years that the easier it is to capture what's on your mind, get it out of your mind, and into a system you can trust, the more likely you are to do it. And that, my friend, leads to deep joy and nirvana. And if you don't have Alexa or you're out and about, you can create a shortcut with Todoist on your phone or your device for the shopping list folder. So wherever you are, you just click on the shopping list shortcut and you add to your list by typing in add Rice Krispies or add Halloumi or, I don't know, add lard. Now something that Todoist can do that a piece of paper can't do is that you can share your lists or your folders with other people. You can both have the same list at the same time. So you can share the shopping list with family members so each person on the list can add things as they realise you've run out. This means that Wanda can share her shopping list with her husband Nigel and their daughter Sharon. So when Sharon's used the last tea bag, she can add tea bags to the family shopping list either by using that device that begins with an A, I'm not going to say the name again, or she can add it directly in the app. Now this is where life becomes better because not only can you add things to your list easily, but when it comes to doing the shopping, Wanda can sort the list in different ways. Doing it that way makes it easier for Wanda to find things and tick them off as she's going around the supermarket or when she's adding things to her online order because currently Wanda's still locked in her house. And here's another benefit. When it's time to create a new shopping list, we don't have to start from scratch because Todoist keeps a hidden record of all the items that you've ticked off before. And you can say to it, bring everything back. And you just go through that list and go, yep, I want that. Um, yeah, I forgot about soy sauce. Let's just tick that. And you just tick the thing and it comes back to life. So you'll never forget anything again. Just be aware of that function for when you think that you've deleted fungal foot powder from the shopping list that you've also just shared with your new girlfriend. Now, I've gone into a lot of detail there to explain how to create and use a shopping list. Honestly, it takes longer to explain it than it does to actually add something. And so far, we've only talked about shopping. Some might say there is more to life than shopping. And thank goodness there is. But this principle of having a folder, which in this case is called the shopping list, is the same for any other folder that you might choose. So Wanda might have folders for work stuff. She might have a folder for jobs around the house, another one for the extreme sports that she wants to research. It's really simple. You create a folder for each category and then you chuck your tasks into the relevant folder and da -da, you're organised. And you can also use Alexa and Google Assist and Siri. They're all going off now. You can use those to add tasks into your main inbox. Think of your inbox as being your master list. That's where you can add tasks, you can add items, you can add calls you've got to make. Whatever the thing is, you add it into your inbox via your virtual assistant or with one click on the Todoist app. And then all these things will sit there in your inbox ready for when it's time for you to do them. Let's say that Wanda is thinking about jobs around the house and she decides that at the weekend she wants to cut the grass. Todoist uses a thing called natural language and I love this. This is what's made me switch over. So in this example, Wanda says to her uh, virtual assistant, add cut the grass on Saturday 
to my to-do list. Or she clicks on the um, add task button on the app and writes in those same five words, cut the grass on Saturday. Now this is where Todoist is so helpful. Not only does it add that job to Wanda's inbox, but it will also put it into the day that she's asked for. So when Saturday comes along, she looks in the today section and lo and behold, it says, cut the grass and that'll appear along with any other jobs that she's set up for Saturday. Now this way of entering the task is one of the most beautiful things. This natural language means that you don't need to click loads of buttons. You just add the task and you say or type the day and it will put it exactly where you need it. And now you can forget it until that day comes along. And it doesn't just recognise days. You can even add a task that says, put the recycling bin out every other Thursday at 7pm. And it will appear every other Thursday in your today folder with a note that you need to do it at 7pm. You could set up one like, cuddle my partner every hour, or cuddle my partner every first Wednesday in the month, depending on how well that's all going for you. Under the Today section is the Upcoming section. And this section gives you a preview of what you've got on over the next few days. So you can quickly plan, you can move things around, or you can even do them early. Now, all of these things, they might sound like small things. And they are really, again, it's taking me a lot longer to even explain what something is, and it will take you to do it. You can just keep adding jobs or tasks as you think about them and they compile up in your inbox ready to be worked on. You can separate them into different categories by creating folders. And if you want to do something on a particular day or time, you can tell Todoist that when you enter it, and Todoist will put them where they belong, ready for action. Now, sadly, it doesn't do the jobs for you. But then I guess neither does a spreadsheet or a piece of paper. And I'd say that even at a really simple level, Todoist is elegant and it can help you keep track of what's to be done and serve it up at the right time so you can spend less time rewriting lists or spreadsheets and more time getting the stuff done quickly. And the biggest benefit for me is the clarity of mind you get. Wanda's brain is not cluttered anymore. She's already done the thinking about when she wants to do things and she can relax, safe in the knowledge that she'll focus on the right things as they come up at the right time. She's got a shopping list, always up to date, ready for a trip to the shops. And she keeps things sweet with Nigel because she has a note to cuddle him every Wednesday, whether he likes it or not. So that's level one. Use the free version. You've got your inbox, which is your master list of tasks. I'm struggling to say the word list, which is going to be quite difficult in a to-do list episode. You've got your inbox, which is your master list of tasks. You've got your today section so you can concentrate on what's happening now. You can add tasks in by your virtual assistant of your choice or directly on the app or the browser. You can move your tasks into the day or the time you want to do them at the click of a button. And all you need to do really is review the list regularly and then focus on doing the stuff. Now, of course, Todoist isn't the only app and at this level, it's not even necessarily the best at everything. But I think the natural language way of creating the tasks in Todoist 
is what makes it different. But for a free app, you could find others that you prefer. And even if all I've achieved is getting you thinking about this, then maybe that's mission accomplished. So we're going to leave you with some time to reflect on how you might be able to use what we've covered in this episode to help you. And then in the next episode, we'll have a look at level two in some detail and we'll meet Emma. Hello. And we'll see how we can use Todoist to help Emma take even more control of her stuff and, of course, your stuff. We'll also be having a look at some great principles for getting in control of your stuff, regardless of how you do it. So... See you in the next episode for Level 2. Missing you already. Am I getting paid for this?